Hello, friend, and welcome to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, higher realms, the mysteries of the universe, and source consciousness. I use hypnosis to get into a deep theta state where I am able to connect to and embody my higher self. What unfolds is a monologue that is dictated by the state of the divine flow as well as any questions I might receive from the human collective consciousness. Enjoy! Before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I have recently published my first book called 72 Keys to Manifestation or An Ancient Path of a Modern-Day Alchemist. It is a step-by-step guide on how to become a master manifester in just 72 days and a profound yet easy to follow along path to manifesting anything your heart desires. To find out more info or to get your copy, visit thisismaria.com. It is T-H-I-S-I-S-M-A-R-I-Y-A.com. Hello, hello, my dear ones, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with My Higher Self. Okay, this one is completely spur of the moment in the flow yeah this is uh whatever is going to come through is is meant to come through um because apparently you guys are ready and also there has been a subconscious request from the collective i love the subconscious requests way more than i even love sometimes the conscious requests because you're, there's something in the water like you all are feeling it there's something that's shifting something major it's happening and it is above and beyond COVID, you guys, right? It is above and beyond lockdowns and the pandemic and, you know, whatever theater uh, the politicians are uh, playing out and, you know, putting in front of everybody's faces. Um, it, it, there's something bigger. So um, the collective request subconsciously is what's going on. Can anyone tell us what's going on? And so I figured, you know, we'd spend just a little bit of time today <clears throat> talking about the moment in time planet earth specifically um this is not going to be the episode about vaccines or any of that fun stuff um we are going to talk about the planet earth we're going to talk about earth in a moment in time which is right now because what she is going through what Gaia is going through is going to impact you in more ways that you can imagine obviously as an inhabitant of planet earth you feel a certain way you are connected to this integral whole that we call an ecosystem. You are essentially plugged into it. In more ways than one, your mental body is joined with the mental body of the planet. Your emotional body is joined with the emotional body of the planet. Your physical body depends on its physicality and the, sustain, the sustaining of that physicality on planet Earth, right? You, you have to eat. Etherically, meaning energetically, your energy body is tied at the hip with the energy body of Gaia. Where she goes, you go in some ways. Where you go, she goes in other ways as well, right? It is all one interconnected ecosystem. Now, it may not feel this way. You are living a perpetual, consistent, and fairly obsessive <laughs> illusion that you are separate from everything else, right? That's why you don't always internalize. You don't always think of yourself as being part of the planet. But whatever movement Gaia makes, you're going to make as well. With her, you know, um, you know, essentially her movements are going to impact your movements. 
So there's something in the water, like I said, there's something that's been stirring up. And I would just want to acknowledge and shed the light that you're not going crazy if you've been feeling something interesting with energies. Enough of you have noticed various different aspects. Um, you know, what could you have noticed? Um, you may have noticed mood swings higher than normal. And you, you, you may not even notice like when that happened, but it, it, it happened. And now it's like, really, like it, you're like literally very happy one moment, then kind of like depressed the next, and then like back to being like chill or, you know, peaceful again. So you're going through a roller coaster. I enough of you are. And um, if you start paying attention to that, you will start noticing it, that tendency even more. Uh, that's that. Um, other things that you may have noticed is energy shifts. So depending on how um, in tune you are energetically, certain portals or alignments, I don't know, the 12-12, the 11-11, may feel very dense for you. Meaning the energy just feels to come through and like sometimes it just takes you over and you're like, holy cow, what just happened? Some of you are becoming a lot more in tune to other people. Enough so that even common people may start to develop psychic abilities without even knowing it. Like some light mind reading, um, a lot more empathy, um, which essentially is being able to understand what the other feels in the moment in time. All of these things are being accentuated. And enough of you feel like there's the, like it's the moment of the happening. Something is about to happen or something is already happening. And there's like that little like, like almost like the background noise, the white noise in the background, like the buzzing of the bees, like the zzzz. It's almost like static electricity in the air. Do you guys feel it? Um, so that is kind of the energy of planet Earth right now. And so there it gives you this subconscious feeling of being like somehow nervous, or like very light anxious, but you're not quite sure what you're anxious about. And so you're like, well, you know, I'm feeling this way. I'm trying to figure out why I'm feeling this way. So enough of you are going to start to watch the news to try to understand where the feeling is coming from. And you're like, well, no wonder I'm feeling this way. I must be really nervous. I must be really scared of this pandemic or what have you. And know, this Omicron and what, what have you, like all these variants that are, you know, left, right and center. And so you're like, okay, well, that makes logical sense to me. You know, maybe that's what I'm nervous about. I'll tell you that even if we were to remove the pandemic off the chessboard, if that was not the case, you guys would, enough of you would be feeling nervous or unsettled or just kind of like you can't like fully center around something. You can't like almost like pick a direction. You know how like in the compass, you know, there is this arrow that essentially is supposed to point north north, or, you know, whatever direction essentially, like, I mean, it's showing north, right? But, it, some, you know, sometimes it's like unsure and it's like starts to like wobble slightly. You're kind of like that. Like this is this level like of like low level vibration. You're like uh, vibrating a little bit. You're like not being fully centered. Um, it's a little bit harder to make decisions because um, you guys feel uncertain. Now, whether you have a really happy family, a really perfect family, a really happy job, you know, or, or like a really good job, a really healthy paycheck, there is that like underlying sense of nervousness that you have guys discarded on the pandemic. And very often, very often, it is actually very... You know, for the for the beings at power right now, again, uh, not to, um, you know, throw a shade on them, but um, the the few that are controlling this reality, um, this current version of the matrix, if you will, this current rendition of where we are on planet Earth, um, very often um, they would want to distract you. Uh, and, you know, there are many 
reasons why the pandemic is happening right now. Uh, but one of the reasons, it's not potential, not the main one, but it's definitely one of the major reasons why it's happening right now is because they want your attention elsewhere. They want your attention on an external circumstance um, that they, by the way, control to some degree, or at least they control the, let's, let's just say they definitely control the mandates. If we, if we don't want, want to go full conspiracy theory, um, you know, the government controls the mandates. You can do this, you're going to do that. You know, you're on lockdown, you're not on lockdown. You need this booster shot or you don't need the, the booster shot. You need all these PCR tests and blah, blah, blah. Like the government, no matter what, is, is, is starting to control the mandate. Or they're, they're controlling the, the, how things are, right? And so people start externalizing and attributing this overall sense of I don't know, low-level anxiety, energetic shifts, and also shifts that are happening within them, they're starting to attribute that to the macro factors. So they're like, oh, I'm feeling a certain way, but it's not me. It must be I'm feeling this way because of this macro pandemic, or I'm feeling this because everybody around me is scared, or I'm feeling this because, I don't know, there's no good news on the news anymore. Not that there were essentially ever <laughs> in the history of humanity. So, which actually takes you down the rabbit hole, right? If you're seeing an, um, um, if you're seeing an, an effect of something, but you misjudge the cause of something, it may have you chase your own tail, which actually could prevent you from waking up to the truth of what's happening around you. And the truth of what's happening around you is planet Earth is on a road. It is on a road. It's moving and shaking things up energetically for itself. And as a byproduct, everybody else who lives on the face of the planet Earth, it's shaking things up because it is in the process of ascension, essentially. And it is in the process of shedding layers. It is in the process of massive recalibration. Recalibration is a keyword, you guys. A keyword. If you listen into the word recalibration, not truly here, but li- like listen into the codes. Uh, right now, the word recalibration is a keyword that has been charged by a lot of beings of light so that us, us Earthians who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear could decode it in a way that we start understanding what's going on in the larger human collective as well as for planet Earth. Planet Earth is starting to create a ripple effect within herself, right? That's why I want you to focus on the word recalibration, almost meditate on it, right? And, you know, and the way you can do that is by pronouncing it really, really slowly out loud to yourself. As you do that, and as you focus on the energy of the word recalibrate and recalibration, you are going to start downloading the codes from higher beings, the civilizations that are trying to help planet Earth move through this. Because this is a pretty major shakeup. Essentially, we're taking our whole house and moving it not down the street, but to another dimension, which is a long way, you guys. Now, the changes are gradual, but planet Earth itself is going through a massive, massive, massive shift. And I don't even know what to equate that shift. But I mean, for women, maybe like a good analogy would be for you, you know, in between like you being a 13 year old girl and how you felt like when you were a 13 year old girl to how you feel in your ninth month month of pregnancy, 
that's a shift that she's going to have to make. It's pretty dramatic, you guys. Like it's, it's like day and night, day and night, right? So what does this mean for planet Earth? Planet Earth is not stagnant right now. She is an entity. She is a being, right? So she has her, you know, all of her bodies, her physical, her physicality, her energy, right? Her emotions, her thoughts. Yes, the planet has thoughts. Imagine. How cool is that? All of those things are going through upgrades. And by the way, because planet Earth is a feminine spirit, right? I wouldn't, I would, um, you know, I would not let you forget. She's a girl, right? She is not terribly emotionally stable. I hate to say this, right? In other words, women would understand me. You're going through stuff on a monthly basis based on your cycle, like emotionally. Sometimes, and they call it PMS, you want to murder everybody and their mother. <laughs> Temporarily, you know, you don't really mean it and you're not going to act upon it, But sometimes everything really infuriates you. And then other times you're like, oh, I love everything. And I am everything. And my heart is so full, blah, blah, blah. So essentially planet Earth is going through a little bit of that. So she is going through her ebbs. I, I want to call it ebbs and flows, but it's doing it such a disservice. She is going through her massive upgrades and then like, you know, one step forward, two steps back kind of situation. So she is emotionally not very stable. Uh, she is energetically not very stable right now because she, she knows she needs to make a leap. You know, how mm, what, what would be like a good analogy? It's like really, really hard. But like when the rocket, when the rocket goes into space, you know how it has these layers that it needs to drop before it can reach the required amount of acceleration? Uh, otherwise, it's too heavy to actually get into orbit and then get, you know, get on with its program. So a little bit of the same thing is happening with planet Earth. It knows that in order for it to make the jump, to make the leap of faith, to get a deep dive, to finally reach 5D, it cannot stay in the status quo of what it has been in the past. And so it is in the process, she is in the process of figuring out which parts of her are going to make the jump and which parts of her can't, and which, which parts of her are going to have to remain in the parallel reality of Earth 3D. Yes, there is going to be, essentially we're moving, you know, this reality is about to become split. Some people are going to move on to 5D consciousness with planet Earth, and some people are going to stay behind in 3D. Now, this 3D reality is not going to be here forever. There is an expiration date because it is almost like um, like another um, another copy of herself that Earth wants to preserve. But she's not going to preserve it forever. You know how sometimes like when you have a lot of really outdated stuff on your hard drive, on your computer, sometimes you hold like, a, like imagine like old documents or contracts or some, I don't know, some stuff that you have from 10 years ago, maybe on like a company that you worked from, you know, 10 years ago for or something. And you're like, for some reason, you want to hold on to that stuff for a little bit. And you don't always know the reason, but you're like, well, who knows? Like, what if, right? That is actually the reason why a lot of you guys accumulate things that you should have really thrown away in your house. You're like, oh, you know, well, let me stash that in my garage. Maybe I'll need it. And then lo and behold, you never do. You don't even know what's in your garage anymore for a lot of you or the attic or whatever that version of you, uh, you know, of, of, of your life, uh, essentially within your house, whatever that spot is where things go to die. <laughs> but you refuse, you kind of refuse to throw them away. So um, essentially, um, there's a little bit of that. So Earth is, is going to preserve her 3D state for a little bit, you know, a couple hundred years, maybe. 
uh, in order for her to make sure that as she made the jump to 5D, she didn't lose anything critical. Uh, and if she did, she can always, you know, copy-paste it, bring that into the fullness of her 5D expression, and call it a day, right? Now, not all the beings on planet Earth are going to make the jump. But um, this is not what this episode is all about. This episode about what's going on right now. So you can start understanding the changes and the reactions in your own body and stop blaming them on COVID. Um, so what's happening with planet Earth? She is trying to figure out what is going to enable her to make the jump. So essentially every part, every aspect of herself is up for reevaluation. She's reevaluating everything, starting from the very center of her core, her heart space, and then going into concentric circles of the outer layers. Everything, the atmosphere, you know, the magma, all parts, all aspects of her being, all the um, natural features that she carries on her physical body, her emotional states, her mental states, everything is becoming re-examined. In fact, so she's kind of doing this, um, you know, she's tallying up the totals of everything that has happened over the past millions of years. And she's trying to figure out, okay, this has to go. This has to go. This can graduate into the new world with me, blah, blah, blah. So, and by the way, has been going, this has been going for a little bit of time. So the ice caps melting and, you know, all of that, is that partially because, you know, there's the eco crisis? Yes, partially. But let me tell you, uh, if planet Earth wanted to regulate it, she could tomorrow. She could tomorrow. Like, there is nothing. I mean, our planet is immensely powerful. Do you know that your body, I mean, you guys, you guys do know, right, that your body can cure cancer. If you believe that your body could cure cancer, your body could cure cancer. There is nothing, even stage four cancer. There is nothing about cancer and cancer cells that your body is fundamentally incapable of curing. It is a choice, right, of your body to not cure it for, for the most part, for the most part. You know, there, there could also be the lack of energy, but, but there are always ways for the body that wants to heal itself. There are always resources that are available. In the same way, whether we regard humanity, which is really morbid, and the impact of humanity on planet Earth as some stage of cancer, if planet Earth wanted to cure that cancer, she has enough resources to do that, like tomorrow. She could just uh, wipe, up, um, wipe out the entire human race, like in a day. And if she wanted to, she has the resources and the consciousness and good luck to people who are building the bunkers because you're literally building little cells within the body of Gaia uh, by trying to preserve yourself and your livelihood. It is like she controls that too. So good luck to you. I mean, I guess if you move to Mars, that would be a different story. Um, but, you know, that's maybe not what, what happens at large scale at this point in time, I would uh, venture to assume. So that being said, that being said, right, Gaia is going through like a massive, massive reevaluation of everything that happened. Now, I'm not saying, and by the way, nothing that I'm saying here is going to underplay the ecological situation that human beings are created, creating, right? Humanity as a whole with the plastic and, and the dumping of the toxic, um, you know, chemicals into the atmosphere and the chemtrails and all of that good stuff. I am not negating any of that impact. I'm just saying that the weather fluctuations that you are seeing right now, all the things that don't make sense, hurricanes in the places that are no that, that you know there are not supposed to be hurricanes, 
and temperatures either at record highs in certain places or record lows in certain places is a byproduct, not so much of, you know, the eco-crisis, but of Gaia ascending. And in that process, she's reevaluating everything. She's not leaving any stone unturned. You know how they're saying that there are so many animal species that are now dying and we're all uh, we're blaming that, you know, yet again on. Well, actually, there are a lot of things that things get blamed on, um, but a decent chunk of it is Gaia choosing to no longer support that life force. Yeah, a big chunk of it is her choosing to not support that life um, life anymore. She has a choice. It is a free will based universe, including for planetary consciousness, right? So not every species of animal or plant that is dying out right now is uh, humanity doing, doing the planet wrong. By the way, you're going to see new species emerging as well across the new species of trees, new species of, of plants, new species of animal life. All of a sudden, mark my words, you know, in the next decade, 10 to 15 years, out of nowhere, there's going to be all these discoveries of things that, you know, we didn't know that existed. The, the reason being is because actually... She is essentially, the planet is manifesting them into existence, right? Um, enough are going to come through the planet kingdom. There's going to be more sacred plants. So Gaia, essentially, right now is grooming more sacred plants. What do I mean by sacred plants? Medicinal plants, right? I don't know. Uh, ayahuasca, marijuana, you know, in, in, that, in that genre. She's manifesting more plant medicine than ever before. But she's manifesting that and she's calling a lot of souls um, that could potentially uh, souls from the universe right they're not local um she's uh, you know made a far cry far and wide looking for souls that are going to help the the ascension and uh, accelerate the ascension of you know beings right so those um those plant plants that plant life is going to start becoming uh, becoming known um certain plants that you've already known and you consider to be completely normal, are going to start opening up um, their, their impact is essentially going to change. You would be surprised. Some of the plants that you're eating on a daily basis are going to become medicinal plants, and you, you're not even going to know when that happened. What do I mean by medicinal plants? Not all of them are going to be hallucinogenic. By the way, to be hallucinogenic, I mean, to be a medicinal plant, you don't always have to be a hallucinogenic. But, you know, working with you know being like a powerful healing plant what that that is for the physical body etheric body mental body emotional body doesn't really matter this is this type of consciousness is coming to earth right now so in the next couple of decades more of these are going to come front and center and then out of nowhere you're going to start getting all these practitioners that are going to be channeling all this information about how to use this plant in a medicinal way Whereas you may have not even been even remotely aware that that was a possibility and that that plant could have that impact. So planet Earth is reevaluating everything. She is reevaluating her. Let's talk. Let's talk physical body, right? So she's reevaluating her terrain. Essentially, she looks at each mountain chain, each river, uh, each, I mean, whatever other natural feature, and she's like, okay, are you going to make the cut or are you not going to make the cut? Am I happy with you or not? Am I not happy with you? Do I like the state of you or not? And if she doesn't like something, she's going to make changes. So you could be expecting more things that could be considered part of the natural disaster world. 
Now, as I'm saying this, I don't, the last thing I want to create is panic. A, you're not getting off this planet most likely unless you go to Mars, uh, which, you know, is not for everybody. Let me tell you, Martian energy is enough for everybody. Mars is hardcore masculinity. Like, I highly, you know, I wouldn't want to be incarnated on Mars. I'm just saying. You might be better off staying on, on, on planet Earth and just weathering this. Um, on that note, not, to, but, I mean, hey, you guys know Mars, right? It's a planet of war. What do you think is going to happen to humanity? And the part of humanity that moves to a planet ruled by the god of war, Ares. Like, what do you think would happen? Do you think pink fluffy rainbows and unicorns are going to happen? Do you think crazy ascension is going to happen? Or is that the opposite? Right? I will tell you, Mars is about as masculine as it gets in the solar system. Yeah, like hardcore masculine, like not cute masculine. So whoever thinks that going to Mars is the solution needs to check with themselves real quick. Um, now, I mean, does, does that physically preserve your life? Maybe. I mean, pfft, if you can make the atmosphere work, that is, right? Anyhow, that was a tangent, not, not trying to prevent you guys from going to Mars. It's not a reality anyhow. But planet Earth is going to re-examine everything, right? So essentially, you know, things are going to change. Landscapes are going to change. And sometimes they're going to shift quite rapidly. And very often they may change quite dramatically, right? Now, I will tell you, right, that being fearful of the change does not negate the change, does not prevent you from experiencing it. In fact, it puts you in alignment, right, of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So being afraid of Gaia changing puts you in alignment with being in a place where natural disasters happen. Here, I recommend one thing. Trusting that your planet, your mother planet that you incarnated on, Gaia in this case, has your best interest at heart. And no matter what, as one of her children, you are protected. As long as you have that trust in her, you're going to be good. You're going to be safe. You, you know, like literally. You may get an intuitive hit maybe in the, you know, whenever the natural disasters are happening. You may get an intuitive hit all of a sudden to grab your things and go out of nowhere. You know, that may happen, right? But she will send you many, many, many symbols, messages, intuitive hits. So being tuned in actually to your own internal guidance is the best strategy for living the next 15 years because your news unfortunately are not, not always going to be forthcoming the news i don't know there was this um you know hurricane not so long ago the news always reports on what happened already for the most part yes sometimes it would be like well you know you have to like whatever five hours to evacuate ten hours to evacuate but you never they, they can never estimate how bad something is going to get and very often the things that are really out of nowhere and out of the left field they, you know, they're definitely not going to be on TV until it actually happens. So how does one survive, you ask me, in these very precarious times? And the answer is, you look within. That is what that feeling of nervousness inside is alerting you to. We have reached the final frontier, you guys. For, because literally for those people that refuse to listen to their own inner compass, to listen to their own North Star, 
to tune, tune into at least their own bodies and their, the planet that you're living on. If you're not going to go as high as your higher self and your spirit guides and source consciousness or God, you don't have to. But you're going to have to do the basics or reap the consequences. And the consequences could be all the way dire. Because Gaia is rearranging her body. She is essentially stretching things out. You know, she's kind of in the gym. She's stretching. She's jumping up and down. She's, you know, doing jumping jacks. She's doing squats. She's doing whatever is going to get her to the next level. And as that, her, the aspects of her physicality are going to change. That means earthquakes. That means eruptions of the volcanoes. That means tsunamis where nobody freaking had ever, like, ever experienced a tsunami. That means hurricanes and all kinds of other fun stuff. Which is not to say, again, Gaia's purpose here, by the way, Gaia's purpose is, is not to kill humanity. She wants to keep and hold on to humanity, right? So don't you feel that you're the target because you're not. You're not the target. But sometimes there's collateral damage. And I know no human ever wants to think of themselves as collateral damage. But for Gaia, the ends are going to justify the means. I'm, I'm telling you as it is. This is as true as I could explain to you like what's happening. And again, because you misappropriate your feeling, your internal feeling of nervousness with thinking that it is actually because of pandemic that I'm feeling this way or whatever other story that you made up, that's not the case. You're feeling this way because Gaia is trying to help you wake up because that is the only way she can deliver the messages to you that you're meant to receive for you and your family to be safe, sound, happy, and thriving. Because TV is not going to tell you what the answer is. TV is just going to report on what already happened. By then, arguably, it is too late if you were in the region. A little too late. If not a lot too late. Right? So that inner buzzing, the ups and the downs, is actually you subconsciously trying to align to the planet. It's not just your ebbs and flows you're feeling. You're feeling Gaia's ebbs and flows. You're feeling her mood swings. And then the portals are becoming stronger because she is now able to, as she's you know, ascending, she's able to receive more higher spectrum cosmic energy. So the portals are out of this world, you guys. If you really chose to align to a portal like 11, 11, 12, 12, 1, 1 actually is coming right up. 2, 2. All of these repetitive numbers are portals. You would see exactly what I mean, especially if you could compare it to the past, because the energies are unreal. The energies are unreal. Now, there are some other things that Guy is going to have to do as a response to some of the things that humanity does. In this particular case, I will tell you Guy is not a big fan of 5G. She's just not a big fan of it. It messes with her magnetic field, big time. She needs her magnetic field operating really top like at a, she needs it in tip-top condition so you know she's going to be rearranging her body also to mitigate the risks that the 5g network is having on her own physical body so yeah unfortunately that means you can blame 5g for some of the natural disasters that are going to keep happening and not the ice cap caps melting and not the ozone layer thinning or whatever other thing it is actually 5g um again there's always the cause and the effect, right? There is a reason 
why you showed up here. And so I don't want to, again, like I'm not one for putting blame. I think if we rise up, right, which is the number one thing we should be doing, the number one skill set that you can walk out of in the pandemic is the ability to rise up and momentarily observe instead of participating. Respond instead of reacting, right? Feeling into your own truth and the truth of your body and your own intuition as opposed to the constant constant stream of brainwashed material that is uh, being translated and transmitted from, you know, from your TV screen, right? So if we were to rise up, we would know that the way we win this game is not by blaming whoever put the 5G towers and not by blaming whoever is taking the pandemic out of proportion and not by blaming whoever is pro-vaccine and you know has been vaccinated. That is not how we win this game. If you rise up and look at it from a higher vantage point, and by the way, all of you have a capacity to do that, you would see that this is the biggest treadmill that your soul has been on in a while. And this is a wake-up call. This is an electric shock through the body of entire humanity. Is it going to jumpstart our hearts or not? That is the question. Because if you allow this electric shock to jumpstart your heart and for you to go back to your own thinking, critical thinking, but most importantly, to your own feeling. That's the part that's been atrophied. In fact, if you ask me, thinking is precisely the problem. There's too much thinking on this planet, not enough feeling. That is why we're all going, what? Not in the right direction, unfortunately. The way things are right now, you know, Gaia ain't want to take a lot of humanity with it to 5D. No, no, because you know what 5D is? A space of open heart energies, open heart, your green center. I'm not even talking about the, if you can't open your higher heart, at least open up your uh, heart, heart center, like your, your regular, your lower heart, right? Because 5D does not have room for people who are blocked in the heart center. That means you're going to have to address your traumas, Address whatever heartaches. Every time you've been heartbroken, heart medicine is the most important medicine for humanity at this moment in time. Because make no mistake, Gaia is um, is about to take off. It's like an airplane, right? It is reassessing things. It's going to, you know, kill some speci- species on the planet, add some more species. It's going to move around certain natural features. Enough so that some port- parts of the world are not going to be at all what you're used to seeing them. Just give her a little bit of time, right? And again, you would have been feeling all of this in your hearts, in a little buzzing of your bodies, if it wasn't for two things. A, the complete distraction of a pandemic, and B, certain mind control um, installations um, around planet Earth. Like there are, there is hardware that, you know, is essentially diminishing the signals that you're receiving, not to mention that the pineal gland is calcified, 
right? That is supposed to be your receptor center. Your pineal gland is supposed to tell you exactly what's happening on planet Earth. It shouldn't be Maria. And it shouldn't be some other person on YouTube or Instagram or wherever you're getting your information. It should be your pineal gland. You know, your third eye is that entry point where you should know exactly what's happening with planet Earth right now. So you wouldn't freak out, right? Now, again, everything is an ecosystem. Everything is entirely interconnected, right? And if you create enough pressure in a pressure cooker, things might just happen. Things might just start changing. That is what you're witnessing. There's a lot of pressure in the pressure cooker. By the way, the, the pressure in the pressure cooker is getting higher, not lower. You should not be expecting for that pressure to go down any lower. So if you've been living in the constant state of fear for the past two years, ask yourself, is this the emotion, the vibrational range you want to spend the rest of your life in? And if not, start going within. Your answers are within and not without. I hate to say this. It is useless to wait for the second coming of Jesus or the new Buddha or whatever savior, a messiah, it is absolutely useless because your Messiah is you. You are your own savior in this particular space and time. Even if planet Earth or whatever cosmic power, source consciousness, God, if they were to put a Messiah in front of you, you're the one who's responsible for saving yourself. Not the Messiah anymore. We're too far gone. Everybody's going to have to take responsibility now. Right? So searching and looking for the answers within, optimizing your own state, right? Physical state, emotional state, being incredibly, incredibly attentive to your state is important. Getting really good at relieving, relieving pressure for yourself and others. Establishing a meditation practice or establishing some other practice. It doesn't have to be meditation, by the way, but some alone time is absolutely paramount. If you think you don't have time, please think again. Because now there is still time for you to change, make certain changes. And your soul knows this. That's the funny part. Your soul knows this. For a lot of you, your soul knows that you don't have forever to make these changes. And so it sent me here as a messenger to tell you that you don't have forever. You've, if you've been missing out, on some alone time, if you haven't been investing in yourself and going within and have instead been orienting your whole life towards some ideal outside of yourself or listening to everything else that other people want you to do, you've been missing the mark. And eventually it's going to come and catch up with you. I'm just saying. Again, the only way for you to remain happy and not just happy but thriving and excited about the future and manifest this beautiful 5d living of complete ascension for all however you want to call it I'm not even going to go there the time is now and you're going to have to start with you that means ideally no tv for you no TV. And I promise you, it's going to be fine. 
And when I say TV, I mean, obviously, I don't mean like Harry Potter that's being aired on HBO. Harry Potter is fine. Like, I mean, I'm not saying like completely cut out everything, but I'm saying cut out all the points and the parts where you're being brainwashed. Because again, your answer is within. This generation is about going within. Is about finding your truth, not the truth that some book tells you is the truth. Not the truth that some person tells you is the truth. There are no authorities. I'm not an authority. I'm not a guru. In fact, you are your own authority. But the problem is, enough of you haven't even gone within enough to even understand what your opinions are. Right? And again, I'm telling you, you may not know it, but your livelihood and the livelihood of your family depends on it. Because if your pineal gland is decalcified, sorry, it's calcified, and you don't have high intuition or psychic powers or any of that, you're not going to be, A, you already are not in tune with planet Earth. So it has very little, if at all, tools to help you, to send you to a place where it's safe in case there is a natural disaster, in case she wants to stretch her arm, right? Again, you can't prevent Gaia from doing what Gaia is doing. She's bigger than, you know, humanity in this particular case, right? She's the one that calls the shots. You live on her body, right? In the same way that you are in charge of your own body, meaning if you decide to bathe, for instance, 100% of your cells are bathing, whether they're aware of that or not, you know? Obviously, your skin cells are going to be very aware because they're going to feel the water. But the entirety of you is bathing. Do you know what I mean? You live on planet Earth. You are a byproduct of its body. You essentially borrowed your body from, you know, the carbon and other uh, elements that are of Gaia, made of her body. You are her, right? She wants... It is her greatest desire for humanity to wake up already to the potential that humanity has. But she is not able to do the work for you. She's not able. She can, that's not her job, right? She can create the situation where things are shaking, you, you know, being shaken up. She can create a situation that you should recognize if you start going within and start meditating. You would recognize as a wake-up call. Because we're here, prior, 100% of you prior to incarnating knew that something is going to happen during this incarnation. There's going to be a wake-up call. You, li like you literally, like you all signed the contract saying, I know when such and such happens in the world, I should remember that it's a wake-up call and I should start looking within and I should start listening to my own guidance. You all signed on the dotted line saying that that's what you want to do. But that's not what I see happening. That's not what I see happening. Enough of you committed to this, but it's, it's not what you're doing, right? And again, none of this is meant to make you fearful of what's to happen. That is not the intention of this. That is not the intention of this. The intention of this is to finally enable you to become connected to planet Gaia. Okay, if you want a quick exercise, right? Let's start relieving that pressure a little bit. And start connecting 
and start inviting the intuitive guidance from Planet Gaia that she really desperately wants to give you. I recommend that you connect to Planet Gaia in two ways. You reconnect and recalibrate. There are that, there's that word again, recalibrate, right? Codes again. Invite the codes in. Recalibrate. Say like a mantra, I'm here to recalibrate my body. I'm here to recalibrate my body. I'm allowing my body to become recalibrated, to be in touch and in tune with planet Earth and her ascension plan. Literally write it down, repeat it. But what you need to do is you need to connect your third eye and your heart space to Gaia. So the moment she needs to send you an intuitive message about the happening, whatever that happening is, you are in a place to receive it. Because if your doors are closed and your windows are closed, she can knock all she wants. You're not going to be receiving the message. You're not picking up your phone right now. There's only so much calling that she can do. You have 100,000 missed calls from Planet Gaia. How about that? How about that? Are you going to start picking up that call? Because your life may depend on it. Yeah, your life may depend on it. <laughs> Anyhow, so I want you to imagine that you're standing, your eyes closed, right? Sitting, standing, doesn't matter. Imagine in your in a mind's eye that right in front of you, and you're standing, right in front of you is planet Earth. And it's in her splendor, you know, in all of her beauty. This wonderful planet of ours. And I want you to imagine that around that physical body of planet Gaia, there is a shell or a sphere that is her etheric or energy body. So we're going to be working energy body to energy body right now at the etheric level. I would like for you to first focus on your third eye area, also called the brow chakra, in between, in the middle of your forehead, kind of inside of your head a little bit. And I want you to imagine it like a door op opens up in that center. It's almost like you're inviting a door, like a door is opening up in there. And as the door is opening up, there is the light that's starting to come through that door and that light is violet or purple. And now I want you to focus on the aspect of the energy body of planet Gaia, the sphere that surrounds planet Gaia that's in front of you. And you want to imagine or actually feel into what part of that body is her third eye. You really want to feel into what's her, where is her third eye. The moment that you know where her third eye is, I want you to focus there and imagine that in the same way that in your third eye, there is a door that opened up. I want you to imagine that there is another door that opened up in her third eye. And from there, you're starting to see this beautiful, etheric, purple, violet glow, just like yours. And then I want you to create a line, a purple line that connects these two doors. It doesn't really matter whether you're drawing from your side or from Gaia's side, as long as the two doors connect and there's a pathway between them. And now I want you to expand the pathway, make it purple, almost like create a highway. And now I want you to imagine, and please bear with me, and I, trust me, this works, is I want you to imagine that from planet Gaia, from her third eye, there are a bunch of small purple 
cute little creatures that are starting to run from her third eye to your third eye. And they can be, they're all purple, but they can be all kinds of different creatures. They can be humanoid. They can be like animals. They can be, I don't know, like just fluffy round things that don't even have like a, you know, a name in human tongue. Like essentially she's sending you messages and th these messages are in, in the format of these creatures. They're purple. And then, you know, the moment that they reach your door, they essentially go inside of your third eye and whatever they need to deliver as messengers, or maybe they want to stay over for a cup of tea, whatever they want to do, you just, you just want to let them, you want to invite them. That is how you are inviting intuitive hits from planet earth into your third eye. And now I want you to create a feedback loop and send some of the people back or whatever beings, these creatures, some of them back so that there is, you know, movement back and forth between you and Gaia. So essentially there, that completes the loop back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Cute. Love it. Keep the door open. Keep the door of your communication with your home planet open. You will thank me later. You don't have to close this one. The second one we're going to do is your heart space. Imagine that your heart space, like literally focus on your heart right now. And imagine that there's a door that opens up in the middle of your heart. And from under that door, there is an emerald, beautiful emerald green light glow that starts to emanate and fill the space around you. And now I want you to imagine that there is a corresponding spot on the energy body of Gaia that signifies her heart. And I want you to imagine that within that spot, there is a door that also opens up. And through that door, you're starting to see the same beautiful emerald etheric glow starting to emanate. And now I want you, just like before, to connect these two spots with a straight line or a curvy line, whatever line you want, like create a pathway between the two. Once that pathway is created, I want you to expand it, to enlarge it, to enhance it. And once that is enhanced, I want you to imagine that there are green creatures, emerald creatures now, running from your heart space, sorry, from the heart space of Gaia to you as a communication device, as a tool. It's running and it is... You know, you're essentially, whatever those creatures are, again, it could be animal, it could be plant life, you know, they're just, you know, it's information. It could be, you know, you could, you could see numbers, digits of sacred geometry, just like, don't judge it, just take it in. And imagine that from the green space of Gaia to your heart space, there is communication. Now you have opened up that road, that path, that door, and now enable the energy exchange. She gives you some, you give her some, right? That way she can always stay in tune with your needs, what you need. Because as far as Gaia is concerned, you're a part of her, make no mistake. And if she could receive all this information about what you're up to, what your feelings are, etc., etc., she would be better equipped to help you in every way, shape, or form she can. And trust me, she's very resourceful. Okay, so this is one way. Overall, listening to the earlier episodes of the podcast could definitely help you get closer in touch and in tune with who you are. That is the number one goal. Get in touch with yourself instead of the collective consciousness. Nothing wrong with the collective consciousness of humanity, but groupthink it could 
lead a lot of people off a cliff just because other people did it, right? This is the time, ironically, in the history of humanity where a lot of people are voluntarily going off a cliff. At what point are you going to start claiming responsibility? Right? So keeping your vibrations high, keeping the connection, these doorways into Gaia open is paramount. Uh, meditating is really good. Uh, consuming high vibrational content, including food and, 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 and water. Charging your food, charging your drinks, right? Raising the vibrations and the frequencies every which way you can. But also going within. Developing a relationship to your body. Your body is incredibly wise. Your body is of Gaia even more so than you are, right? Well, that is the part of you that is of Gaia, should I say. Because of that, your body already knows all the answers. So start consulting your body about things. If you're experiencing a mood swing, ask your body why. Etc. 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 Um, I'll take uh, maybe one or two questions from the collective. I know this has been, you know, an emotionally charged episode. Uh, potentially, you know, this this has maybe not been entirely positive, but again, the, what is positive about this is that now you are aware of what's happening, and being aware and being warned gives you a chance to respond instead of reacting. Essentially, the ball is in your court. I know you can do this. I know you got this. I know that within your body, you have so many resources that, you know, and all of these hidden talents that you didn't know that you had, that getting intuitive hits from Gaia is like nothing. This is like energy one-on-one -on -one work. You, got, you guys, it's not even complicated. Like literally 100% of you can get there within a month. That's saying something. Even like the most asleep people can get there. And you're capable of so much more. So let me take a couple of questions from the collective on, on this topic. Anything that, you know, is alive for you right now. Um, anything that you need my guidance or my help with. Uh, as long as it serves the humanity at large, I'm here to receive. Okay, now we're going morbid. Uh, the question is, so does it mean we all are going to die? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I did not say that. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, you know, is the guy going to be rearranging herself and stretching things out and, you know, changing her natural features? Absolutely. Does it mean the humanity is going to die? Absolutely not. Like I said, she, it's her intention that she preserves as many humans as possible. In fact, she wants to take as many of you as she possibly can to 5D. But not everybody's going to make the cut. I hate to say this. Not everybody's going to make the cut. And by the way, whatever beings stay in 3D and are stuck in 3D, if you're not able to graduate to 5D, at one point there's no going back. You know, there's no going back. And you may not get a chance to reincarnate again. I hate to say this, right? Like the chances are running out, you guys. Like the one thing that, you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing is ignoring this, right? Especially. Now, again, I know there are a lot of people who are going to be listening to this are light workers. Like there is a reason why you are being guided to this content. And you're, you know, it, it's happening right now so that you could 
tell and share this with other people, right? The ones that maybe are not as spiritual, right? Because, you know, in, enough of you are getting this as a wake-up call to be like, okay, like if you thought, like, you know, if you were waiting for a sign, this may be it. <laughs> because truly it may be it, right? So when I say that you're not the ones that are going to be saved, I don't mean light workers. I don't mean like high vibrational folks that showed up to help Gaia through this transition. But as I'm doing this, as I'm delivering this content, I'm also talking to humanity at large, right? Because every single episode that I make here is also geared to humanity at large and it will be downloaded and uploaded into the collective Akashic record field, which means that on a very, very, very subconscious level, Every single human being incarnated on earth has heard me today. Now, are they going to take are they going to take that as a message or not remains to be seen. Most likely obviously, you know, if you're directly listening to this podcast, you're either a soul already well on the path of to awakening or you are a light worker, which means that no you're not the one the one that's going to be erased. But it doesn't make it does not diminish the power of this message. And it doesn't diminish your responsibility in what you came here to do, which is help humanity wake up, help them raise their consciousness, help bring more light, love into this planet. And yes, sometimes it begins with telling the truth. That's definitely one way of getting there. I'll take another question from the collective. My dear friend, please pardon this quick interruption. If you like our podcast, we ask that you please help us spread the light by leaving a review on Apple Podcast so that more people could discover our content. Thank you so much, blessed soul. The question is how do we know that we're getting oh, sorry the uh, yeah the question is how do we know that we're getting an intuitive um, message from planet Gaia as opposed to we're just making it up or uh, somebody else is delivering us a message. Okay, one thing about intuitive messages is at, at the early days, you, you may not be actually really, really good and qualified at telling who is talking to you. You may actually ask who is talking to you. And you may use certain tools like the pendulum, for instance, or the tarot cards or whatever else that you're using as a tool if you know how to use one of those tools to help you navigate it. Very often, I mean, it's actually... Generally, an intuitive hit from another being, though, versus yourself is very easy to say because uh, it's, it's easier to tell them apart because one, like your own things, they're kind of like a logical extension of one another. It's kind of like you just cerebrally getting from point A to point B. When something comes from another being, very often it's a little bit like it feels a little insighty, like aha, ooh, like a different, slightly different angle uh, or like something that you maybe didn't know. Um, if, if it has any of that, if it feels like, like that, or like a strong tug or a strong pull to do something, that is not you. That is something else. So learn to recognize these things. And also, the more you start paying attention to the little signs of the universe, whether that is feathers or 1111, um, you know, different little, little things like that that are mundane, um, you would start becoming more open and calibrating your body. Again, that word, right? Calibrating and recalibrating. But what you need to do is calibrate your body in order to be able to receive and pay attention 
to that information because subconsciously you're always receiving. The trick is in recalibrating it, the receiving of that information to make it conscious so that you can fully recognize when something is happening uh, or is being delivered or transmitted to you from the outside world, right? Instead of the in, in, inner world. And learn to trust your intuition. It takes time. Learn to trust your intuition. Notice intuitive hits. Those intuitive hits can be, you know, very small at first. Like, don't wear this, you know, uh, I don't, bring a sweater if you're going out or bring an umbrella, right? And then you're like, oh, I think this may be an intuitive hit. And then watch yourself because your active mind, your, your lizard brain may be like, what umbrella? It's sunny. And then you walk out and like two hours later, there's pouring, right? Learn to trust your intuition because just hearing the call is not, is not yet it. You're going to have to get really good at following the call. And by the way, there are still a few years between now and the happening <laughs> where you get to, to practice this. So I encourage you to start practicing, noticing the signs, bring them into the forefront of your consciousness and acting upon them. Learn to recognize the callings, the subtle callings of your body and other aspects of reality. By the way, not everything has to happen through Gaia. Your guides are going to want to alert you as well. So it's going to be Gaia and the guides and whatever other forces that are on your side. It could be totem animal talking to you. There are many, right? So it does almost like it doesn't really matter as long as you just receive the message. And then the more you start developing your abilities, the more you start becoming in tune with yourself, you would be able to have conversations with Gaia. And then you're not going to have to even be worried about like, did she say that? Or did somebody else say that? Like, you're going to know exactly because, um, you know, different beings have different vibrations. Gaia has a very unique vibration. Once you understand what her vibration is, it's going to be very, very hard for you to mix it up with anybody else. It's like a blueprint, you know? I mean, I mean, you recognize your husband or your wife or your cat or your dog, right? Because they have a blueprint. I mean, granted, you're, you know, they look a certain way, but that blueprint still exists energetically. I bet you actually, I mean, most people, right? If you put them in front of, I don't know, you close their eyes and you had them recognize their pet just by the vibration of the pet without the ability to touch the pet, you know, nine and a half out of 10 times, the human would select the correct pet. Because again, we are very in touch and understanding of the vibrations that are coming into our vicinity a lot more than we give ourselves credit for. That being said, you're more powerful than you know already. And you can become ever so more powerful if you trust in your own God-given potential and gifts. And as always, I'm going to be here as your guide. I'm going to be here to tell you things exactly how they are. Because you know, I believe in you. I would not be here if I didn't. I know you got this. I'm sending you so much love, so much light. And I hope that whatever you heard today is going to set you up on the right course and onto your path and is going to help you live into the potential that you set for yourself and reach that end destination that you know your higher self really wants you to get to. Sending you so much love, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. 
please visit thisismaria.com for more insights and offerings from Maria and Sergey. It is T-H-I-S-I-S-M-A-R-I-Y-A dot com. We hope to see you in future episodes.